You're listening to the Quince podcast. Less than a month after an industrial disaster cost 12 lives in Visakhapatnam, yet another toxic gas leak this time in Assam triggered a massive fire and extensive ecological damage. After 14 days of continuous gas leak in an oil well, the Bagjan oil field in Upper Assam's Tinsukia district burst into flames on 9th June, with the fire going so high that the thick cloud of smoke could be spotted from a distance of 30 kilometers from the site. A day later, on 11th June, bodies of two firefighters who died battling the massive blaze were recovered from a pond that they had jumped into as the fire engulfed the oil field. Thousands of locals had to be evacuated to relief centers at least 30 houses that were close to the oil field were gutted in the fire and this incident also caused an enormous loss to the biodiversity of the area but what events led to such a disaster in the oil india limited operated bagjan gas field why did the gas leak go on for 2 weeks what is being done to control the disaster and what kind of ecological damage are we looking at right now You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Shwaguri. In this podcast, you'll be hearing from locals, Oil India Limited spokesperson Tridev Hazarika, and environmental expert Rituraj Fukan. So, after two weeks of gas leak, a massive fire, and a visit from blowout control experts from Singapore. The state-owned Oil India Limited is still trying to figure out the exact linear events that led to this disaster. What we know right now is oil well number five at the Bagjan oil field was drilled by Oil India Limited in the year 2006. It was a natural gas-producing well that was producing one lakh standard cubic meters of gas per day from a depth of 3,870 meters. Officials from Oil India Limited say that they were trying to repair the wellhead which is the top portion of the well and to do that the well had to be temporarily shut down or killed and the blowout preventer had to be removed and in this case the well was plugged again with cement when the gas broke through the plug and started leaking Since May 27th officials from the oil company have been trying to plug the leak from the blowout and also find out how such a leakage happened at all in what they term as a killed zone What happens in a blowout is that when the pressure system of an oil well fails an enormous and uncontrollable amount of crude oil or natural gas or both starts spurting out much like how a pressure cooker malfunctions and one of the most obvious consequences of a blowout is a fire only a month back as oil india limited got the approval for a new project from the environment ministry to explore hydrocarbons at seven spots close to bagjan it had noted in its risk assessment that a blowout could lead to fires explosions and cause deaths and injuries a report on times of india quoted the risk assessment 2020 report and i'm just going to read out a few lines for you while the report said that the blowout was quote and quote occasional or rare it also read and i quote It is understood that causative factors and mitigation measures for such events can be adequately taken care of through existing safety management procedures and practices of Oil India Limited. End quote. And the rare occasional event did occur in Bagjan. Although the fire caused extensive damage and two deaths, the oil leak that went on for two weeks did considerable damage of its own. 
Officials had been unsuccessfully trying to control the leak as they kept spraying the area with water continuously to cool down the gas, which is a mix of propane, methane and propylene. In the initial days of the leak, at least 2,500 people were forced to evacuate from nearby villages. But the problem was also that the oil rig is situated in the middle of a very rich biodiversity. The Dibru Saikhova National Park is less than a kilometre away and the Maguri Motapung Beel, a wetland home to Gangetic dolphins, is merely 500 metres away. Even as locals were safely evacuated, the ecological damage had started to surface in the first week of June. A critically endangered Gangetic river dolphin was found with its skin peeled that locals feared was a result of the toxic leak. The post-mortem of the report is yet to arrive to confirm that, but several endangered birds, squirrels, snakes were also found dead in the consecutive days. Dead fish were found floating in the Dibru River, a lot of birds had left the area and a sticky layer of oil had begun to form on the leaves. But after two weeks of no progress at the well, on 9th June, as the locals started raising protests about the ongoing hazard, the oil well suddenly caught fire. In a tweet dated 9 June, the oil company wrote, and I quote, While the clearing operations were on at the well site, the well caught fire. There's no casualty reported. Fire tenders are at the site controlling the spread of fire. There are violent protests around the well site. Once the situation is normal, the experts will move to the site. End quote. As the blaze grew, fire tenders were brought in. Two Oil India Limited fighters, Tikeshwar Gohain and Dulov Gogoi, lost their lives. And thousands more had to be evacuated to 12 relief centres. While the firefighters' families have been compensated, locals are also demanding for a compensation. And this is what Satyajit Moran, who is a local, told the Quint. Tarparo Ami, Adi Polayahi, Ami, Punro Kilometer, Drotot, Adi Koduguri, Koduguri, Mudhoing as the Bideloyot, Adi Ami, the victims have been put in the middle the locals have demanded monetary compensation for the damage of their homes and property. Till now, they have not got any assurance from the government of Assam or from Oil India Limited. We demand immediate attention from the authorities. But the report also says that there's no clarification on whether the list of beneficiaries will include affected people from the downstream villages. Oil's spokesperson Tridip Hazarika told the Quinn that the fire has been doused but continues to burn on the wellhead and he also said that it could take a few more weeks to control the situation completely. Well, uh, the, the fire in the periphery area, uh, which created a lot of uh, havoc yesterday, 
that's been controlled. There is no fire around, and in fact, our fire terminals are ready uh, for any preventive action. Uh, the fire is now uh, burning on top of the wellhead along with the gas. Uh, the uh, alert team, along with OIL and ONGC, they have started uh, their uh, next uh, uh, you know, effort uh, to, to contain the fire. We are looking at a horizon of 18 to 20 days, possibly a month, but we are hopeful that now if we could go back to the to risk assessment report once again, it says water, that all the blowouts the are the risk, essentials. the causative factors can be adequately can taken care of this, through uh, existing safety management procedures and practices of Oil India Limited. But oil-rich Assam, which has several million metric tons of oil reserve, has seen similar damage before in history too. In the 1970s, in the ONGC-owned oil well in Rudrasagar, and one as recently as 2005, again at an Oil India Limited-owned well in Dikhom. And now a question comes to mind. Even though we don't have the exact details of what sparked the accident, is there anything lacking in terms of safety procedures, especially since this oil rig was so close to an ecologically sensitive area? I spoke to Rituraj Fukan, an environment expert who says that although similar accidents like this has happened in Assam before, Indian oil companies haven't seemed to update their technological expertise to tackle these situations. Well, uh, with the available uh, technology, they I think they are doing uh, all they could do. Uh, but uh, uh, it is very unfortunate that uh, 150 years and more after the discovery of oil, the first oil fields in Asia, very close to where the blowout has happened, and we still do not have the technology or expertise to control or contain such uh, accidents. We agree that it's an accident. Uh, but, but we had uh, a huge blowout uh, in uh, near Sagar in 1967, and then we had another blowout at Decom in, in, in 2005, hmm. uh, which is 15 years back. And uh, we would have expected that, uh, you know, locally, uh, Indian uh, technologies and expertise could have uh, developed, and that would have uh, uh, led to a quick control and uh, maybe... You know, the oil uh, blowout would not have caught fire uh, if we had the, you know, local experts uh, coming in immediately after the blowout. So two weeks were spent here waiting for uh, the foreign experts to arrive from Singapore. And, and earlier too, you know, in the case of the earlier blowouts, uh, it was Russian engineers who, came, who were flown in to control. We do not have the expertise to control uh, big blowouts. Uh, not just with Oil India, but other, you know, like ONGC as well. Um, that's why every time a blowout happens, uh, we have to fly in experts from abroad. In this case, uh, they are saying that it, uh, you know, uh, because of the coronavirus uh, travel restrictions, it took even more time than it would have usually, uh, usually taken, uh, you know, for, for the team to arrive from Singapore. Uh, but uh, now, having said that, if uh, uh, in Assam there are so many oil fields, and uh, you know it's always a high-risk area, uh, being a seismic zone five, uh, earthquake-prone area, you would expect uh, such extractive industries um, making immense profits to 
put in their R&D uh, team in place and you know put in the money where it is uh, required to ensure that Fukan also explains why the biodiversity of the area was important and, and what kind of damage we're looking at. He says that the oil has polluted the, the water, the, the air and contaminated the food chain that will have disastrous consequences. Uh, it is not just migratory birds that have, uh, you know, like it has been said, but a lot of uh, resident endemic birds uh, are found in that area. For example, the black-breasted uh, parrotbill is breeding there, mm-hmm. and uh, the swamp rainier is breeding there, so which are very rare birds. And uh, uh, unfortunately, this is also the breeding season, so uh, the blowout has had the devastating effect. There is condensate pollution, there is uh, a particulate pollution, there is oil spill in the water. So, yeah, oil has said it is going to, you know, uh, the blowout, uh, the fire will be put out in three to four weeks, right? Okay. Uh, and then, uh, thankfully, the surrounding areas uh, have been sensed, but uh, it is not no longer burning. Uh, it's just the oil, uh, well that's burning now. Uh, but uh, the thing is, there is black smoke and uh, soot uh, falling all over, right? Particulate pollution will continue, not just uh, in the waters of uh, Magudi, but uh, all the other wetlands. And now, as I've already mentioned, another complex. project is due to and, come up um, in the vicinity of Bagjan so that involves just, drilling uh, of seven wells. Uh, as it recently received a clearance know, from the Ministry of Environment, Forest and Climate water, Change, uh, that project had previously drawn protests from environmental activists, and now the protests have only gotten stronger since the blowout. Two staffers of Oil India Limited have been reportedly suspended over the matter for alleged negligence of duty. But how will the damage to the ecology and livelihoods be undone? If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, GeoSavan and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts.